everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. a good competition. Man, I love competition. Man, anyone that knows me, I love to compete in everything. Oh my God, I love competing. I love to put myself right on the spot. I thrive under the pressure to perform when it counts the most. You know, the saying is true. Life begins at the edge of your comfort zone and competing puts you at the edge. Today's talk, it's all about competing. Holy cow. You were born with gifts and skills to compete in. Do you know that? I believe that God gave you the gifts to add value to the world. John Maxwell, he puts it like this. He says, you add the most value where you're the most valuable. How true is that? My God, one of the very best side effects of competing is that it pushes us to outperform our wildest dreams. Oh my God, Ralph shaking his head, yeah. How true is that? Have you ever been in a competition and you perform at your personal best? I have. Have you ever heard of a world record being broken practice? <laughs> not really. <laughs> practice is not where it's at. <laughs> it's in the competition where you will always perform the best. This is why there's Olympic records and world records. Because Olympic records, well, it's the biggest show in the world. You can't opt out of competition, by the way. You're born to compete. The world is a competition, isn't it? Last week, I talked about dependency, didn't we? Even the dependent person competes for resources from the enabler. Doesn't matter who you are. You're going to compete. <laughs> like it or not, you must compete. You cannot choose not to. So if you're going to compete in life, you might as well as join the game and become the very best version of you that you possibly can. You see what I mean? You have no choice. So you might as well become the very best person that you possibly can in this life. There's some prerequisites for competing. Number one, you gotta have some self-esteem, don't you? You're gonna have to have some drive. You gotta have motivation. You gotta have desire. And lastly, you must have hope. You're gonna have hope for a better future. There's three levels of competing. Number one, you compete with others. I think that's the lowest level. Number two, you compete with yourself. And number three is a game changer. You're not competing you're actually completing. This is the game changer of life. Have you ever noticed that people that reach the highest pinnacle in their field, they always convert to the teacher. They always do. They always find ways to complete the people they've been competing with. This is the key to the whole darn thing, guys. When you compete with others, you're going against them. When you complete them, you are making them better. When you complete others, you're instantly becoming an expert in your field. Think about this. Anyone that is completing another person, they're instructing them, they're helping them become a better version of what they are, you see them as the expert. So what skills, what knowledge, what experience, what connections in life could you bring to someone around them to complete them? Because I promise you, there are people in your world that need you right now. They need you today. They need you to complete their life. I promise you. By adding value to others, by completing others, you know what you're doing? You're completing yourself. This is the way it works. The transition from completing to completing, oh, this is it. The whole goal in life is to complete the people around you. 
Don't compete. Complete them. You should use your gifts to complete others. You really can have anything in life you want only if you're willing to help enough other people get what they want. Isn't it true? Holy cow. The concept of helping others to help yourself, it's widely accepted in the psychology world. Anybody with an addiction, they help other people become unaddicted and they help themselves in the process. Anybody that has a challenge, they are trained to go help other people help themselves with that challenge. Think about it. Think about wounded warriors. They help the people to help themselves. If you're going through something difficult, help someone going through the same thing you're going through. And guess what? You are helping yourself. You're never going to give away something you don't have. So the moment you begin to help someone in a world that you need help with, you acquire it in that moment. Think about it. If this works in the difficult times and the negative, why wouldn't it work in the very best of times, the positive? Compete when you need to compete. But just know that the ultimate position in life is completing the people you are competing with. Because at that point, you are the expert in the field you're in. Complete, don't compete. God, I love this. Okay. Complete, computer complete. Yep. So computer complete, man. This is a big topic, isn't it? I think it's big. Do you, I don't want to jump right into it, but I have like, is this that idea of like the mentor mentee? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, but think about any person that rises to the top of their field, they instantly become a teacher of that field, right? They just, they just, I think of ski racing, all the, all the world cup ski coaches, they used to race the world cup. They just did. They were on the team at one point because it, in order to do what someone did, do what they did and you'll do what they do. Right. So if you want to learn from someone, learn from someone that did what that, something, something that you want to do and do what they did and then you'll do what they do. Right. So this is this is the way it works. So in order to be, in order to become the most expert person in your field, start completing the people around you and you'll be rise right to the top. You know, the danger of this is people are going to doubt you. Yeah, I was going to say. They're going to shoot you down. Doubt, right? Yeah, there is. I can tell you, when I started doing the underground experience, I got a lot of people saying, you're not a psychologist. You're not, you're not a, you're not a philosopher. You're not a philosopher. You're not an expert in this field. And I go, well, you know, I've lived life and I have failed more than anyone that I know. So I have a right to speak on this stuff because I've lived it. And I can tell you, anyone that is breathing today with a heartbeat, they have the right to speak on their experiences of life and you can gain from anybody. Yeah. So there it is. So anyone that tries to tell you, you don't have something to add to the world, look at them and go, I'm sorry that you have such a narrow view of perspective of life. Yeah. I feel like that's such a small minded person. Huge. Like such a, and what is it? You can't tell a big dream to a small minded person. Exactly. Like (laughs) as just like, at that point you just have to laugh. Right. Right. Like they're clearly miserable. Like if that's how they're living life, like, you got your own problems. You got to worry about, man, don't be putting that bad crap on me. Right. At the end of the day, you're not sitting here doing clinical studies. All you're doing is essentially taking all the information you've learned, putting them into a presentation and just, whether it's Zig Ziglar, Vince Lombardi Jr., John and Julie Gottman, you're just relaying the information that they have yep. and you're presenting it. So exactly. it's like, well, it's not the... The goal of you isn't saying, hey, pay me for a course on psychology. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what you're doing at all. Right. So, Right. Every single thing in the world has already been said. 
We just simply hear it through a different set of experiences of ears. And that's it. So something that I might say to say to you today will mean something totally different to you 10 years from now, because you'll have a different set of ears in your head because of your life experiences. You will hear it through a different filter of your own life. We always hear things through the filter of our life. And if your mission in life, which my mission is to add value to other people, I'm going to take everything great that I've learned in my life and try to put it into a format that I can explain it to people and go, look, this is what's worked for me. It might not work for you, but this would work for me. Oh, I see. It's that simple. Yeah, it's not going to work for everybody, but the basis is there. Right, yeah. Like yeah the exactly. basis is just there. Right. Like you, you've, not going to disclose your age, but I found out how old oh, yeah. you are. I was born in 76. 76. I know. Um, so in your, how many years of being on this earth, you found that the key to your happiness is to add value to people's lives, which is so That's much so that that is your mission. That's why I was born. Yep. And that is how you operate. Yes. So it works for you and it might work yep. for other people, but to others that it doesn't work for, it's not saying, hey, then it's just not for you. Mm -hmm. There's just certain aspects of it that you would have to either A, add into that or B, find your own path. Right. But at the end of the day, it, you just have to find that mission. Right. I would tell people if you're, if you're living a life and you don't have a personal mission statement, you're wasting your life. Because how can you possibly ever hit a target that you don't have? How could you possibly go somewhere where you don't even know where you're going? Imagine trying to drive across the country with no map, no direction. You just start driving and let's see if we show up. You'll never get there. And that's the way life is. If you don't have an end target or an end goal, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to be wandering the wilderness throughout your entire life. And at the end of the whole darn thing, you'll go, what was that all about? Why did I do that? I know it's so goofy. I don't, I don't, you know, Zig Ziglar has this really good analogy of having a goal and a mission in life. He goes, the very best archer in the world. I forget the guy's name. He goes, he goes, I can tell you right here, right now on the stage that I could beat that guy. I could whoop him right now in the game of archery. I, I, his name was Howard Hughes. That was the archer's name. He goes, he goes, I could beat Howard Hughes like this. Well, well, that that is if, if you were to blindfold Howard Hughes and, and you spun him around a couple of times and you didn't show him where the target was. I could hit him like that. I, I could beat him just like that. I could whoop him. And then you would say to me, well, Randy, how could someone ever hit a target that they can't see that they don't even have? And I would say to you, how could you ever hit a target in your life that you can't see that you don't even have? It's the same thing. Anyone can beat you if you have no target. You will get beat by everybody. Right? Oh, dude, that's, I, I was going to tell you tomorrow when we film, but so I think the last time we did the podcast episode before the group of this recording, the last time. You know, I was still having troubles with my, my current job, with the corporate stuff. And I was like, man, like, but we had the discussion of it. You got to find the reason for you being there. Like you just have to. Right. Right. So I was like, all right, like, what is the, what is the purpose of me doing this? Why I'm selling this solution to these businesses? Why am I truly here? And I came down to it's because I could, I found that I can add actual value to businesses. Like it actually does add value. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I was like, all right. I'm going into work every single day that the solutions that I'm going to be providing these people are going to be adding value to their businesses. And I can't even, bro, it's almost like Instant that change. where mm -hmm. I was telling you before we even, it's just deals are coming in. It's just, it's a, it's a weird dynamic because it's like, yep, mm -hmm. I found the purpose of me being there mm -hmm. and it's working the words come out like words that I can't even think, you know what I mean? Like it's awesome. It's almost like before then I was so confused and now it's like, I'm having conversations with people and it's such an easy conversation to have. 
Like it's just smooth. Right. You and figured it, out why you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just figure wow. out why you're doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, great. But that idea is to add value to businesses. Like mm-hmm. that's like just that quick understanding. And I'm like, oh my God, like mm-hmm. it worked. Yep. Holy cow. You know, in the, in the world of adding value and the world of why you exist and, you know, how can you complete the people around you? Do you know that back when the Nazi prison camps were happening to torture the prisoners, they used to have those prisoners pick up a pile of rocks, carry them a hundred yards, put them down and then pick them back up and carry them back. It's like our military experience. (laughs) And it's such a torturous thing because it has no purpose. There's no reason. There's no why you should be doing it. And it drove them insane because they weren't accomplishing anything. At least when the prisoners were building railroads, at least there's a why we're building a railroad. I'm accomplishing something. But if you're carrying rocks around for no reason, that is the ultimate torture in life. So in life, if you're carrying rocks around for no reason, you don't know why you're doing it. You're torturing yourself. Figure out why you're doing it. Stop torturing yourself. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a different perspective. I never thought about that. Something right. Because then. How many times have you've been in a scenario where you're doing a task and for like three hours, you're just like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And you get frustrated because you don't know the end goal. And you're like, this is insane. But then once you understand the end goal, it's like, okay, now it makes sense. Right. Right. Ah. Right. I can tell you one thing at Blue Ridge. Everybody knows the mission to add value to people's lives, to create moments that no one forgets. If you ask anybody, even a brand new startup person that's going to be washing the glasses, they'll go, yep, I know the mission of Blue Ridge. It's to add value, to create moments. So that means everything that they're doing is designed for that moment, whether it's cleaning the glass, cleaning the floor, serving a guest, giving a presentation, making wine. It's all designed to add value. And when you can get everyone going in the same direction, holy cow. That's dangerous. You Right? Well, in a good way, it's, dangerous. It's great stuff because... In a sense, you're giving someone a purpose, a mission, because a lot of people, they'll never set a mission statement for their life. They're too scared. They're way too scared. They're too scared of failure. They're too scared of not doing it. So they never will. I mean, I, I've, I'm after people all the time. What's your mission in life? What are you all about? Set it right now. Very few people ever will. And they never will because they're scared to death. Why is it scary? Failure. People don't want to fail. Because so, if you don't set a goal, guess what? You can't fail now. If you don't say, this is where I want to go in my life, this is my mission, guess what? <laughs> Who knows if you fail or don't fail? People want to live in oblivious, oblivion, oblivion, ignorance. They don't want to be, they, they want to be a wondering generality rather than a meaningful specific, to say the way Zig Ziglar says it, right? I want to be a meaningful specific. This is what I am. This is where I'm going. This is what I want to be, where I want to go. And how do I know if I get there? Well, <laughs> I, have, I have benchmarks along the way. Most people go, well, what's your mission in life? I, I don't know. Where are you going? I'm not sure. Wherever the wind blows. And then what happens is they're, they're, they're volunteer victims of the world around them and other people. Because if you don't set goals for you, other people will. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't have a mission in life, you're going to help someone else achieve their mission in life. That's the way it works. You know, very few people set goals and the entire world works for the people that set goals. That's it. It's such a weird dynamic to hear. Out loud, because you're right. Like the word, if you have goals, people are going to follow you. I think you said in a couple podcasts before, whereas people will show up. Uh, what was it? If you're on fire, people will show up. I forget. Oh the- yeah, set yourself on fire for something, and people will come watch you burn. That's what it is. People will come right. watch you burn. Like that idea of just like if you're doing it, people will come. It's absolutely flip that to a business perspective. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a goal and you're not going to stop until you get there, eventually down the line, people are going to see that you're not stopping, and then the momentum's just going to. Mm-hmm. come into play. Like yeah. it's just going to work. Yeah. When it comes to this whole concept of like competition and completing people, I would tell everyone, whatever you are afraid of, 
that's where your life is at. Whatever, whatever makes you scared, that's where your life is actually. That's where it is. Because that's where your that's where all your enthusiasm, your that's where your emotions are. Fear is really exciting. You know what proves that point? How much money horror movies make? I know. How much money haunted houses make? They make billions of dollars every year because it's scary. But but it's a false sense of fear. No one's getting killed at a, at a, at a horror movie, right? No one's going to walk in there and like, it's going to obliterate their life. But they get scared. They have, they have the feelings. You can have the authentic feeling in life by pursuing the things you are afraid of. And you will no longer need to go to a horror show because you're creating your own reality of life, of pursuing the things you are afraid of. Because life begins at the edge of the comfort zone. But it's a little scary out there because you might get hurt. But that's where your life is at. So if you want to live a life that's full of excitement and enthusiasm, what are you afraid of? And go after it right today. Do it today. You know, people go, I'm afraid of public speaking. You should do public speaking right now, right today. Do, record something in your phone and post it to Facebook right now. Do it. Put it out there. They go, oh my God, I can't do that. <laughs> of course you can't. And you never will until you decide to do it. Face it today. I mean, this it's, life is so simple. Do the things that you fear and the death of fear is imminent. If you want, whatever you want to do, see someone that did it and do what they did and you'll do what they do. There's, there's certain rules of life that just govern humanity. And if we learn these rules and follow these rules, we will live the life we want. If you don't, you won't. It's just that simple. It's been proven over and over and over. Yeah, the, life is so the simple. The start is what stops most people. Every, right? It starts, stops, right? I mean, that sentence, the start is what stops most people. Oh my God, right? I mean, man, whatever you're afraid of today, write it down, put it on your mirror and, and, and read it every day. And eventually it'll die. I mean... And most fear, it's all inside of our heads. It's not real. It's completely fake. The moment you do something that you're afraid of, you usually go, well, that was stupid. That was a lot easier than I thought. That was, why was I afraid of that? Oh my God, duh. You know, and then it goes away. And then a new fear creeps up. And this is the nature of life. It's like problems, you know, solve a problem, get a new problem. You know, face a fear, you get a new fear. It's the way it works. And you're just adapting. No, but like, so the, I guess the question would be then, so if you just keep overcoming fears, are you going to get a, a bigger fear, right? Like I wouldn't, no, eventually I wouldn't when big, does it cut out? No, I don't. I mean, I, no, no, you wouldn't get a bigger fear. That's for sure. It's not that, because if you, when you, when you face your fears, you're building self-confidence. People talk about, oh yeah, I'm going to give my kids confidence. No one can give someone confidence. The way you gain confidence is you do something that you couldn't do one day and then you do it. Now I'm confident because I did it. I, I overcame something. That's how confidence gets built. So we gain confidence by facing our fears, by overcoming challenges. So as we gain confidence, we can face bigger challenges. I'm a bigger person, so I can face a bigger challenge. When I face that bigger challenge, I become a bigger person and I face the bigger challenge. And I just keep ratcheting my life up. Think about this. The challenges that Elon Musk faces today, could I solve his challenges? God, no. I'm just not, I'm not there. <laughs> Rule number one, know yourself. You can't improve on something you don't understand. So can he solve bigger problems than I can? Of course he can. That's why he's at in life. If I could do what he did, I would be where he is. But I need to, I need to, I need to work on the stuff I need to work on. You know, my name is Randy. I grow grapes. <laughs> I love when you say right? that because it's, uh, it's humbling. It is. It, it, right. It it's is. a humbling dynamic. At the end of the day, leave your ego at the front door, right. which kind of goes into that competition piece. Right. I, th I say it with you every once in a while too. There's going to be a point where this room's going to take off and... We're both going to, I'm going to, I think and we'll relate to the conversation. I think it was on a previous episode too. We talked about it 
where we're going to start, I'm going to approach you and I'm going to get right Love next that. to you. And I'm just going to be like, what's up, man? Like, Love it's going to be that competition of like, all right, on to the next one. And then Love it's it, going to get you to excel farther. And then I'm going to be like, son of a gun. Yep. All right. I got to get to there too. And then Love it's it. just going to eventually back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to be like laughing about it and having a good time. It's awesome. Simon Sinek talks about it in his book, The Infinite Game, where the game should never stop because like like you say, once it gets to that point, like then what? Like what happens next? Like what's next? The game should never stop. You should always be striving. So friendly competition is something you should always shoot for. Yeah. You know when you say that, man, you know what a scary statistic is? The average person in the United States that retires, how long do they live? Probably like 15 years. Eight. Eight. Because they retired. And retired means to be tired again. And life stopped. And now it's over. I mean, that's, it's something, right? Blows my mind. Yeah, that's why, why I tell Tiff, I'm never, never going to retire. <laughs> yeah, like you just keep it's, fighting for retirement. It's too dangerous. Yeah, no. If you're living a life that you want to live, you won't want to retire. That's I mean. Like, I guess, like, because my dad is approaching retirement, but I don't think he's not retired. He stop. tried retiring in the, like 15 years ago and right. he works still. So right. he's never right. going to retire. Right. Um, I think it's just like, great, now that I don't have to do the work I don't want to do, and I'm just going to focus on what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be, but anybody can do that right now. I tell you, if you are pursuing what you're supposed to be pursuing in life, you will never want to retire. When's the last time you ever heard of uh, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk go, I think I'm going to retire next year? Yeah, right. I mean, they would never, because they're adding so much value to the world, and they they love it. They would never be like, well, as soon as they earn enough money to retire, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, it's not, that's not the game of life. The game of life is not to live a life, work and die. The game of life is live the life that you were pursuing, that you were born to do and pursue the dreams in your head with all your imagination. And you never let fear get involved in your life. You just, you just go, you know what? Fear is naturally going to be there all the time. You just kind of ignore that little whisper and keep on going, keep on going. And you, you'll become addicted addicted to the feeling of excitement, of enthusiasm. I mean, I can tell you from ski racing and creating businesses, I feel dull if I'm not taking gambles and risks. Yesterday, Ralph, yesterday I ordered in the barrels for the barrel festival. Mm-hmm. There are 16 barrels. We put over $200,000 of wine in those barrels yesterday. I have no idea what it's going to turn out to be like. Scary, huh? That's kind of wild. I love it. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. The first year we buried the barrels under the ground, I wasn't sure if they were going to explode. I had no idea if we're going to big those barrels out of the ground and all the bungs would have been blown out of them and the wine would be gone. I had no idea. Talking about scary. Live, live on the edge. Get out there. Because that underground, the underground wine, that wine is such a success. It sells like crazy. It's such a great income. It's such a fun, fun thing to do. But it took a giant risk. It took hanging myself out there. Going, you know what? Life begins at the edge of the comfort zone. Let's bury barrels and see what happens. Let's buy, you know what's going to be the best wine coming up? It's a, it is a a brown sugar rum barrel. That sounds nuts. Holy cow, Ralph. When we opened those barrels yesterday, I mean, we were outside in the field. The field smelled like rum, like like brown sugar. I'm like, holy cow. One of the young kids, he's like 19, 20 years old, can't even drink. He goes, I can smell that from all the way over here. That smells amazing. That wine is going to take off. But you know. It never would have happened if I didn't spend the $500 on the barrel, get the barrels there, dump another couple grand of wine into the barrel and have no idea what's going to happen. You got to take the risks in life. And I tell you, it's exciting. When you start living life life like that, you will never think about retirement. 
It'll be like, wow, why would I want to do that to myself? Why would I, why would I take the risk of retiring and dying eight years later? <laughs> it's not worth the risk. <laughs> it's definitely not. So I have to ask you the complete portion. When do you feel that you'll be at the complete portion to where you'll be the teacher? Like I look to you mm -hmm. as a teacher. Mm -hmm. I do it right now, Ralph. Right now, remember earlier, I said anybody out there, if they want to go on my Wednesday show, come on, come on the show. That show, the Wednesdays talks at the winery, the living on purpose, adding value to people's lives talk Wednesdays, 530. I love that. That not only adds value to other people's lives, it has tremendous value to my life. Because every week I spend about five to 10 hours preparing for that 15 minute segment. And my God, Ralph, it's so it's become powerful. That video, that show gets watched by 10,000 people every week. And I and I say to people, look, if you want to if you want to write a talk, you want to come on my show. I'm going to make sure that it's wholesome. It's decent. It's ethical. It's clean that you are the type of person that I want to represent in my life. And if you are that, yes, you can be on the show. If not, I'm going to say, nope, do some work and then come back to me. But and there are people that I put invitations out there to do it. They haven't taken me up yet but I'm pushing them. I want to push them out of their comfort zone. Get out of there. Get it. I'm like, just get out of there. Get out of there. Right. Get out of the comfort zone and step into this world. Cause I can show you a world where life is brilliant. Life is exciting. Life is something that you never could dream about because you will not be comfortable at all. You'll be scared out of your mind. And when you get on the other side of it, you'll be high-fiving everyone around you. When's the last time you saw someone come down in a winning, winning race and they are so excited. It took a lot of pain to get there. They, they had to work out for years of their life. They had to pay the price. They had to have the fear of training, almost willing to break your leg at any moment in time, training month after month after month for that moment of winning the race and cheering with their friends. You will only get that if you're taking risks in life. If you don't, you won't. It's just that simple. So how am I adding value? By doing this podcast. I'm hoping I can take what my mom taught me and spread it to the world because it's not me. Yeah. Holy cow. It's not me. I'm, I'm just the tool. I'm just the, I'm just the avenue. I'm the mechanism. That's just being used. And I hope to do it the very best of the ability that mom gave me, that God gave me. I hope to make my wife proud, my kids proud. Hope one day my kids go, oh my God, my dad. I didn't know that. I didn't know. But Maggie, I, I tell them today, I go, guys, you are destined for greatness. One day you, are, you, you can accomplish anything you want in life. Today's your day. I mean, and I tell everyone, I, there have been people that I've encouraged in their life that they go, oh my God, that's the first piece of encouragement I've had. I had what? A, yeah. There are people out there hurting. I mean, there are people that, that live with no encouragement. And encouragement is oxygen to your soul. It's almost as close as air. You will not live without it. I mean, today the suicide rate is up. The depression rate is up. There are more people on medication for all this stuff. And I'm telling you, my God, it doesn't need to be like that. It just doesn't. It can be where if we get in the mirror and we look every day and go, you know what? God created this. This is the best invention that he's ever made. And I'm destined for greatness. And that's what I'm going to live up to. How could you see yourself not as a success? How could you see yourself as the most, the very best creation in the universe? Something that can, the only thing in the world that gets better, the harder you, you work it. Every machine breaks down, except you. You will become stronger, faster, quicker, better thinking. Your muscles will get stronger. The harder you work them, everything else breaks down except you. You become better. You become faster. You become stronger, better thinking, more, better thoughts. And guess what? There's no limit. There's no limits to the human being. You can accomplish anything you can think in your mind. You can make it happen. That's amazing. If we can realize that as a society, we can go anywhere. Could you imagine what the world would look like if everyone pursued all their dreams with all their imagination and they just ignored fear? We would have a billion Steve Jobs. We'd have a billion Elon Musks. 
They would be everywhere and the world would be an unbelievable place. But we live in a world where people tear people down. Why? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? It drives right. me nuts, though. If people tear people down, they hurt them. And then they wonder why they feel bad. Well, you only give what you got. You're giving someone ugliness and sickness and nasty stuff. You're, you are that. I'm sorry. If someone's giving me a hard time, they're giving me negativity. I feel really bad for them. I go, man, you're really sick. I'm sorry. You got a lot of negativity in you. I don't, but I don't say it to them. I, 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 I just, I feel bad for them. And if someone's giving you a hard time, someone's beating on you, feel bad for them. Cause they, you're only going to get what you got and know that if they're giving you ugliness, they must think you're strong enough. You're strong enough to take it because in the end, nobody really wants to destroy someone. No one's really that mean. They're just trying to get the ugliness out of them. They're, they're speaking to what they are. You know, people only talk about what's important to them. That's the way it works. Every word you say reflects, reflects on the condition of your heart. That's the truth. Whatever you're speaking is the condition of your heart. Just remember that. Wow. So completing other people, holy cow, what gifts did were you given when you were born? And everyone has gifts. I don't care who you are in the world. Everyone has gifts. What gifts were you have were you given to exploit, to add value to the world? If you do that, you will live the life you're meant to live. If you don't, you won't. It's just that simple. And don't give, don't give up your gifts. Don't give up your dreams for the security, the, the fake security of a paycheck. It happens. Yeah. It's like, I've heard, I've heard, I hear you say it. I hear all these successful people say it. It's just, I don't right. know why but people let me, can't. But let me preface this real quick, Rob, because you know, people hear that and they go, yeah, Randy, easier for you to say. No, it's not you, easy. It's, well, no, but I, I've heard that. I mean, people might say, they might hear Elon Musk say that. Well, easy for you to say you got all the money in the world. Easy for you to say you're financially comfortable. Seems to be. You see now. Right. Right. But remember we talked about balance. There's no such thing. You got to work really crazy hard at certain times of your life to create that. And I can tell you, like in, in life, you do not get what you want. You never will get what you want. You simply get what you are in a given moment in time. So right now I'm getting in life what I am. What I what I give out comes right back to me. And wherever you're at in life, there you are. Whatever you're giving out, you're getting, coming right back to you. If you're giving out ugliness, nastiness, guess what? It's coming right back to you. If you're giving out positivity, excitement, enthusiasm, and you're encouraging other people, you will be encouraged and you'll get it right back to you. Do you know how many people have said to me, they go, Randy, you got a great voice for podcasts. You know how good that makes me feel? I walk in this room now and I go, man, I got a great voice for podcasts. Because guess what? That person that said it to me, they're an expert in their field. They are, they are a voice expert. They're, they're not, but my mind, they're a voice expert. Believe me, they know what they're talking about because they complimented me and they don't even know what that means to me. It builds me up. I don't care what you've accomplished in life. Everyone loves a compliment. Doesn't matter. Everyone does. I mean, people think, oh, Randy, yeah, you're successful in that. It doesn't mean it. It means everything to me. When I'm at the winery, people are complimenting me. I go, man, guys, I can't thank you enough. If you see me floating away, grab my legs, pull me down because my head's swelling up. I'm so grateful. It means a lot to me. Yeah. It means a lot to everyone. So whatever you want to have, start giving it away and it'll come right back to you. If you want, if you want to be encouraged, start encouraging other people and you will get encouraged. If you want to have love, start giving love and you will get love. If you want excitement and enthusiasm, start giving excitement and enthusiasm and the world becomes excited and enthusiasm back to you. The world is your mirror. Whatever you project to it comes back to you. Wherever you look, there you are. Life is so darn simple. It's, it's that easy. We all live in the same world, but nobody lives in the same world. 
because we all live in our own heads and we all project to the world differently. We're going to leave it there. I'm with you, Ralph. I'm not even going to jump in. That was awesome. Good stuff, huh? Amen. Holy cow.